Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the boom. Greetings, Hawkeye Marching Band faithful. Welcome to another fun episode of the Down and Off podcast. Along with my partner in crime, Tim Clay, I'm John Brown. And we hope you have as much fun listening to these shows as we do putting them together. And once again, we've got another great guest for this episode that we are sure you will enjoy hearing from. So, Tim, who's joining us on this episode? Thank you, John. Uh, today we have Steven Jepson, who has a very long history with the UI Alumni Band, and he talks about some of the great shows and road trips that he was on, uh, including a couple up to your neck of the woods up there in old Minnesota, eh? back in the late 70s and early 80s. Yeah, sure, you bet you. Oofta. Up, up to here to back in the days when uh, Memorial Stadium was in existence. So that's kind of exciting. Say, before we go any further, uh, I want to share an item from our mailbag. We actually had mailbag uh, come in or mail into the mailbag. And it's going out primarily to our Piccolo alumni that are listening in. Uh, I got a message the other day from Jessica Dietz, who was a Piccolo in the HMB. And this is what she writes. A couple of months ago, one of our really good friends who was a piccolo player with me in the Hawkeye marching band named Kelly Enstrom passed away suddenly from a heart condition. My fellow piccolos and I have been trying to find ways to honor her and had a talk with the current HMB director, Dr. Bush, and some other people from the university about how to help fundraise for Memorial Line of Piccolos in honor of her. We are going to do a fundraiser in conjunction with the university to make this happen. Recently, the band has had to turn people away because they did not have an instrument. So Dr. Bush is trying to buy instruments for each section so that he does not have to turn people away anymore because of not having an instrument or can't afford to buy one. And when we had Dr. Bush on recently, he was talking about some of those efforts in a previous podcast. So it was his suggestion that we do a Kelly Enstrom Memorial Piccolo line of instruments. And this is something that Kelly would have greatly appreciated. So any of our friends out there, if you played piccolo, even if you didn't and you would like to be a part of this, I would wholeheartedly ask you to consider joining this effort and helping to get a new line of piccolos in honor of Kelly. If you would be willing to help out by contributing to this project, I don't have Jessica's best way of how to get a hold of her. So feel free to email us here at the mailbag at the podcast at Iowa Alumni Band, all one word, at gmail.com. And let us know name and email address so we can get that information to Jessica right away. I know they are trying to do this um, here over the next few weeks and months as a nice memorial to Kelly Enstrom. So on behalf of her and the Piccolos uh, that are getting this project started, thanks in advance for your consideration. I know they greatly appreciate it. And producer's note, since we recorded this episode, the fundraiser has begun. If you haven't seen it on social media, Head to the Alumni Band Facebook page or search up goldrush.uiowa.edu and keep an eye out for the Kelly Piccolo Project. Um, as of today, February 1st, there is still 24 days left in the Gold Rush, and they're within $1,000 of their goal. So, again, um, go to goldrushuiowa.edu and keep an eye out for the Kelly Piccolo Project and make a donation if you are able. We so appreciate it. Thank you very much. And now it's time to go down and off. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Down and Off podcast. Our next guest was with the Hawkeye Marching Band in the early 80s and has been a loyal member of the Alumni Marching Band and Pep Band ever since. You'd likely recognize him from his throwback homecoming uniform, flat hat and vest, and his screeching range on the trumpet. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Steven Jepson. How you doing, sir? I'm fine. Uh, screeching range on the trumpet? Nah, that's that's usually somebody else, but thank you very much. <laughs> Good to be with oh, you guys. Speaking there of you go. Hat. I had to get the flat hat. <laughs> you had to get a boater. Yay. All right. Now, it doesn't work well with this headset, but oh, no. well. No, no, no. <laughs> they, they never worked well. They never worked well. I mean, it was so funny. I mean, is that the plastic one? Yeah, this is the one they gave away at uh, Kinnick when they did the throwback game in 04. Right. Yeah. When we had them, they were the styrofoam boaters and had a little had a little thing to put under the um, chin. No one put them under the chin. So, um, oh God, I think one of the times that, I think we had already um, done Take Back the Field um, after the boaters had gone. But I remember one time we were actually allowed to uh, march with the band for halftime. Mm -hmm. Um, And (laughs) we all lined up and we, and the, the drums started us off with the cadence and half the voters just went. Excellent. That may be one of the reasons why they said no more. <laughs> Excellent. Well, welcome in. We're happy to have you. Let's start with the basics. Uh, you know, I, I kind of did a couple of these already for you, but who are you? Yep. What'd you play? When were you in the band and uh, what's your major and what are you doing now? Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm Steven Jepson or Jepson. Yeah. <laughs> or we had, uh, you know, Stu in the alumni band, the mm-hmm. drummer, mm-hmm. uh, he was in the band when I was in the band. And, um, when they found out my name was Jepson and we would do the roll call, he would always play Astro. Yeah. So, they, <laughs> so they would, so they would go Jepson and he'd go, Rorge! Rorge! <laughs> Um, I was in the band from 1979 to 1982. I marched in one bowl game, one only, uh, happens to be in Pasadena. Um, I've been in the alumni band ever since. I, um, am a double graduate of the University of Iowa, got my bachelor's, uh, in music and my DMA in music, in uh, voice and opera and pedagogy. Uh, I am currently on the faculty at the University of Missouri at Columbia. Well, we would have beaten them anyway. (laughs) No, we would have beaten them anyway. But the cool thing is, is I keep my black and gold. Mm -hmm. Uh, If I was was in my office, you would see one of those giant gold herkies on the wall. And they asked me what that is. I say it's from the University of Iowa. So suck it. Uh, currently talking to you from Columbia, Missouri. Very cool. Oh, and played trumpet. Well, I know that when Tim and I talked, he mentioned that you were wanting to talk about the earliest day, earliest days of the alumni band that, you know, back in the early eighties and everything. And tell us some stories because you were in before I was, um, by about only about three years. So, and I've, I've heard cool things about the band before I got there. So I know you've got a ton so yeah, share with us I, I some do. of those days. Well, it was really interesting because uh, the guys who were running the band at that time, um, it, was, it was completely ad hoc. Uh, 
But let's see, Al Hunsinger, who uh, will who you'll see every now and then. Um, he used to have a little robot that played um, uh, played drums with him. Larry Fountain would always be in, who's always at the always at the basketball games. Uh, Larry played sax and probably was well known for playing yakety sax. Looser band back at that time. Uh, the big thing that was just really, really crazy about it is that we would, you know, we'd do the Deadwood and we'd do, I don't think Sports Column was there at the time, we'd do Joe's, um, Airliner, and then we would all get on our cars and drive down to, I think it was Shakespeare's on First Avenue. And then after that, we'd probably go to the Moose Lodge because Larry was a member, you know. So uh, that's where I got to know a lot of the guys. It was rarefied air because they um, um, they 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 were important, you know. They they did the they did the deed. They walked the walk, and um, they did it before we started winning games, you know. And um, that was back in the time when. We were getting beaten by Michigan, 73 to 3, and the only reason there are people in the stands in the third quarter is because they want to watch what we what the band does, you know, because back then the band would roam the stadium. You know, we'd break up into little groups, and we would make fun of people, and we'd play for them, and we'd, um, we'd serenade people for their birthdays and stuff like that. Um, I think as soon as Hayden started winning, uh, that went away. But it was um, it was a great time, and uh, learned a lot from them. Learned a lot about the um, about the old songs, about the traditions, and when oh, and we had one guy I can never remember his name, but he was a um, he was a ref. He was a football ref, and. I saw him a lot at the beginning, and then um, they used to have City High and West High play the boot game on homecoming. So uh, when they started that, he wasn't able to do any um, any beer band because he had to officiate the game. So like he'd go to Deadwood, even about three or four beers, and says, "I gotta go officiate a game. You guys go." You know. <laughs> But um, when they asked me to when they asked me to start <laughs> directing, it was I just sort of went, God, there's so many other people. Me? Are you are you serious? And they said, Yeah, sure, you can do it. Yeah, go ahead. And um, it was great. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, my biggest worry is we kept traveling. We kept traveling after we uh, we would go out and do beer band, and I didn't want anybody to get hurt. I also didn't want anybody to throw up on people, you know, because uh, we were already starting about optics. And just out of curiosity, do either of you remember the name of the guy who was the liaison and probably way earlier than you guys, uh, the liaison for the Alumni Association, and then he became the president of the oh, Alumni Association? I know who you're talking about. Who am I that would be about? Vince Nelson. Vince. Yes. Yep. He he literally, well, funny part is he got both of his degrees from Drake University. Yep. And then he worked at Drake for many years in alumni relations. 
And then Iowa hired him in, I think, 86 or 87. Yes. And he he literally started ground up at Iowa all the way up to CEO and then retired Mm -hmm. summer of 2014 or summer of 2015. I can't remember which. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah. I because I work in alumni relations, I learned a ton from Vince. So I have a lot of respect for Vince. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, that's one of the stories that I'll tell about the early the early time of the band because Vince used to be a big big proponent of the band. I mean, mm-hmm. I think he always was, but um, he did some stuff for us that went above and beyond. Well, his side hustle at Drake was assistant marching band director when he worked at Drake. Oh, and he, really? he, would, he was working at the alumni office. That was his full time gig, but he also helped out with the marching band at Drake. Oh, cool. when he was there, so. Yeah, he's got a huge affinity for <clears throat> for marching bands and yeah, you know, and, and for the you know, and for us with HMB, yep. he was always one of our biggest cheerleaders. And yep. I miss the guy. I mean, he really he did some cool stuff. And there was yeah. about 10 years ago, he let my boss at Drake and I come over and just kind of get an inside look at how the alumni association operated back then. Really? Which wow. was kind of cool. And that is uh, yeah. You know, Probably cooler for me than my boss because it's like, yeah, I went here. <laughs> <laughs> Vince used to do so much for the band; it was just amazing. I mean, he he really did a great thing for HMP, but um, I, even for alumni band too. Because I contacted Vince and I said, Vince, is there anything you can do about us? like getting some food. Can we get like some tickets from people or something like that? And he said, yeah, sure. I can take care of that. No problem whatsoever. And then we met in the center of the ped mall because we used to do a, um, a big concert for them. And we'd have like hundreds of people who would just come out of the bars and listen to us play. And, um, he had arranged for high V to have box lunches. Yeah. So <laughs> very cool, necessary. So yeah, so we're having we're 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 chugging down cheap beer, and we go over and we play our we play this, and here's a high V truck that pulls up and starts handing out boxes, and we're going, what is this? You know. <laughs> and he also got us the uh, the mugs that used to say mm-hmm. um, official alumni band beer band member, and really? for wow. a while, and for a while we were taking those into the bars and saying. We got it uh, because uh, Joe's for a long, long time would give us glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we weren't really thrilled about that, mm-hmm. but um, we, we had these plastic mugs and said, here, here's our beer. Come on, give it to us. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. Can we, uh, can we do a little uh, table setting about what, what alumni band looked like back then? Oh, wow. Uh, you would show up like we did, like we do now. And you'd get a skimmer, okay. and you would get a really, really ugly vest. <laughs> this is for the parade. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you would get that, and you'd get a, um, oh, back then we used to have these little placards um, that, um, they were they were pins, but they were little placards, mm-hmm. and it basically, they, they said, how many years have you been in the alumni band? That's cool. Wow. So 
Yeah. So, so I've got an I've got a couple of old ones, and it was um, Stephen Jepson trumpet, um, Iowa alumni band, and it says 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87. Just go on, 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 on. And when it, when they ran out of space, they gave you one. You know, so <laughs> just, just keep adding black and Yeah, yeah. So uh, we do the game. I mean, we do um, uh, we do the parade. Uh, back then, we used the Lazy Cadence. Tim doesn't know. Nope. I'm trying to remember. Ba-da-dum. Boom. Ba-boom. Ba-ba-ba-boom. Ba-boom. Bum, bum, bum. Boom. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Yup-a-pop-pop-pop-pop-pop-pop-pop-pop-pop. Boom. Sit on my face. Bum, 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 bum. Boom. Which, for some reason, they don't use anymore. You know. Can't imagine why. I remember the... First night freshman year in 1985, they were trying to teach us all the stuff with the cadence. And I literally had to stop and go, did they just say what I think they said? Yep. Now that is, oh, yeah. that's a Monty Python reference, right? Well, of course it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was that. We sang Loopy in the bars. We sang Anita in the bars. We would do the boom cheer. I, I think I remember that one. Yeah. The the boom. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, let's see. We'd sing the Kraken. Uh UGLY. Um and we did a lot more we did a lot more cheers uh than we do now because mm-hmm. it was, you know, it's another Big Ten football weekend. Uh the Alamen. The uh, we're not tough, we're not rough, we play music, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was fun, mm-hmm. it was fun. Uh, but you would uh, you'd have to hang on to your vest, and always there was somebody who would lose a vest. Um, uh, so we did the game. I um, we um, basically this was before the time we actually marched pregame, so. Mm-hmm. Our time was spent in the north end zone. Okay. And at the end of it, you, uh, let's see, we got the apples. And then at the end of it, they would pass around a large, large laundry bag and you had to throw your vest in. And considering people were wandering around, getting beer on them, for some reason, beer got into the stadium, don't know how. and uh, spilling other stuff on them, you know, maybe sleeping in it. Uh, <laughs> some of them were rather ripe and could probably be walking to the bag all by themselves. Yeah. I can attest based on statute of limitations that in 1999, when they had already said they were not going to be using the vests anymore, that there was a vest that did not make it into the garbage bag. Right. Mm. <laughs> well, I think in... I think it was Vince. I think it was Vince who said um, one. Uh, he showed up at he showed up when we were lining up and um, for the parade and said, "Anybody want any of those old vests?" And we're going. Do we have to give them back? Nope, nope. You get to keep it. Sure, I'll take one. <laughs> <laughs> and they've been washed, right? <laughs> Are you nuts? No. <laughs> No, so I have one. I have one, and I and I march in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I know a number of other people do as well. Very cool. 
I'll tell you one of the things that uh, one of my biggest, big, big members of alumni band is um, everybody, anybody who directs the band, the big thing is Jude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, that also goes into my time with the band because mm-hmm. um, we had lost the Rose Bowl to Washington. And I marched the game with a 102 degree fever because I had caught the flu. And um, uh, there's a really there's a really great thing that happened because the, the all of the Iowa fans stayed there because we just we 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 hadn't been for so long, mm-hmm. and uh, we were trying to figure out okay they need something. They 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 need because it's third quarter and the and the fans are just sort of going yeah yep 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 um yeah he's um yeah the game's tanking and Jones said let's play in heaven there is no beer what <laughs> and we're going are you are you serious you said yeah I mean because back then it wasn't the Hawkeye victory poker you just played it oh okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, we would play that and we'd play cocaine, you know, but you know how that turned out. Um, but, yeah. That was my freshman year that cocaine went away. Ah, that so, one in Lola. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, the, the trombone started it up. We kicked in and the crap, and you would have thought we scored a touchdown. Oh, the Iowa fans just went nuts. Awesome. And from then on, it was just basically us entertaining the Iowa fan, the Iowa fans, because the team wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. So um, we were marching out. We're in the parking lot, and the bank got surrounded by fans fans were just coming up and saying thank you thank you so much we, we just think you guys are great and everything like this and jones got into the middle of us and said we're playing jude <clears throat> and we played our hearts out and mm-hmm. when the singing came around we were all crying because mm-hmm. we finally got there mm-hmm. yeah so uh, play, so directing Jude is a big thing yeah. for me. I, I, I really, really enjoy it. And um, uh, we we did a show during Beer Band at Dublin Underground, and it was around Halloween because they had had all their they had all their um, uh, had all the um, lights up and stuff like that. Had all their decorations up for Halloween, and I find out about two two weeks later. Because it was a good time. We, we really rocked it. And about two weeks later, somebody calls me up and says, you know you're on YouTube? And somebody had taped the entire thing off their phone mm-hmm. from when we came in to when we left. Mm-hmm. It's in three parts. Ooh. Yeah. And it's just a riot. Yeah. And I've had a lot of people go, yeah, I remember you from the YouTube thing. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Spreading that yeah. GoHawks cheer. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'll throw one at yeah. you. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go, go. I say the question I'll throw at you next. What was your favorite road trip? 
-hmm. non-bowl. So non the Rose Bowl, -bowl. 82 Rose Bowls out, but just road trips, like Big Ten road trip. I've got some nuggets from that. I've got some nuggets from that one, including the the whole thing about um, performing in that old stadium. Oh, Memorial. Yeah, Memorial, because we got there and it was like, oh, it was just in the twenties, mm -hmm. and so it was cold. But there was like a sixty mile an hour wind going east to west, mm -hmm. and it was it was just numbing cold and what they had done is they had sprayed the field with water before the game and they had the bands come out and we did the national anthem together with the marching with the marching rodent and um we were sinking into the permafrost oh. that was the whole idea all we, we were supposed to just break up the break up the um the field mm -hmm. and then they put uh they put uh wooden folding chairs in the end zone for us mm -hmm. and there was a oh there was a plane that was that had a banner and when it was going west to east it didn't look like it was moving but if it was going east to west you would have sworn that thing had jets on it you know <laughs> um and that was oh god yeah that was the time everybody was going into the liquor store because our uniforms had the little um, vest pockets, mm -hmm. little coat pockets, and everybody was getting um, pints of whatever you could get that's going to keep you coat, keep you warm. And um, I think I got a bottle of snowshoe. Um, and then in the middle of the game, I mean, we're all sort of trying to be very, very quiet because... We had Denny Dowell over here, and actually Jones was sitting right next to me, and everybody, and they're all looking around, and they're all looking around, and we're going, we got to keep the booze away. Um, and then somebody handed me a bottle of vodka, and I immediately tried to hide it, and Jones went, Jepson? <laughs> and I gave it to him, and he looked at it, opened up the cap sniffed it and then downed it <laughs> and one of the trombones behind him went it's legal let's go for it everybody pulled out their booze phenomenal <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> but we we did not play well uh and then the uh the leamington the second game was the one where uh, we actually partied with the Golden Rodent Band and shared uh, shared some of their fight songs, and uh, we shared some of ours, and we all hate Michigan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that for me that stems from a that stems from the one of the first times that I was ever in um, Kinnick Stadium. Um, my um, my dad got tickets, and we got them in the Michigan state in the Michigan side. So we were sitting with Michigan people, and there was a lady behind me. Um, anytime Michigan did anything, she would go go blue, and she just whop whop me in the back, and I just I went I really really hate these guys. 
I just really hate these guys. And that has just been a bane of my existence ever since. (laughs) But I do remember, I do remember, uh, I think that was 13. It was 73 and um, watching the band and going, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And was so glad that I was able to get in. Mm -hmm. The one time we went to Iowa State, uh, David Woodley uh, was our was our uh, drum major, and that was back in core, that was old core stuff. So he's got the big cape, he's got the flouncy hat, he's got the sword. Fancy. Yeah. Uh, and oh. I can't remember if it was the Iowa State cheerleader or their stupid mascot, the red chicken, but somebody went and grabbed somebody went and grabbed one of our cheerleaders mm-hmm. and Woodley chased him with the sword out <laughs> on Jack Trice on on the field of Jack Trice. <laughs> Gotta defend the Hawkeyes. That's great. Yep. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Grab one of the No, it wasn't a, it wasn't a cheerleader. It was our twirler. Oh, okay. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. It was Jane Stemmerman. And they, yeah, they, uh, they had, they had gone up and they had grabbed Jane and Woodley went, what the, what the you know, what, ah! <laughs> Oh man. And that had they, to have been 81 because. Yeah, it was 81. Yeah. Cause we played at Kinnick from 77 through 80. And then it was like, Hey, I was, it's, we get a turn. Yeah. Yeah. Also, because of all the crap that had gone on, oh, I'm trying to remember if it was 79 or 80, but the one where Iowa State won, and we would always do things with the um, uh, with the Highlanders. So we would do it. We would do a show. We would always do a show after we do an after show. And the mm-hmm. Highlanders would always play, and they'd be right next to us. And that year, Iowa State won. The fans went through the band. The Iowa State fans went through the band, grabbed as much as they could, took one trombone, and threw it onto the ground, broke it. Uh, I mean, there was there was stuff going on that you just did not want to see. And then they started then they started going for the um, the girls and the Highlanders. And what the and what the drummers did and what the pipers did is they formed a circle around them and pulled the dirks out of their um, out of their garters mm-hmm. and just went try it. Good. <laughs> but oh, then so then eighty one we went to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. They served us cold church's chicken and Snickers bars. Well, for our first two years, we didn't win. So imagine, for those of you out there, imagine what it's like if the Hawkeyes sucked. And I'm not talking, I'm not talking six and six Ferentz sucking, you know, mm-hmm. I'm talking, I'm talking a, a one and 11. If we're Frank Lauterbur sucking. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I came on, it was, uh, the word is eat my shorts, Frank Lauterbur, you won't be back next year. You know, <laughs> that. And uh, when Hayden came on the scene, it was, it was fantastic. It was great because he would do anything. 
you know, he was, you know, the gosh darn, you know, we're going to do it like this and uh, we're going to try to win these games and everything. He would go out to Sycamore Mall and we would get band, we would get band members to go out with him, you know, and uh, we'd follow him around and stuff like that. Matter of fact, somebody in the band wrote a song called Scratch Where It Itches. Mm-hmm. And we sang it for him and, and he thought it was fantastic. Um, oh, we had one game where Jones would get really, really mad at a um, Jones got uh, a lot of flack for us going DCI all core and um, people are going. And I think it was alumni band who got on his case and they said, you guys aren't doing it. You guys aren't doing the real big 10 marching. So he threw away core and we did one game that it was all high step, knee lift, and swagger. And a stupid block, a lot of block stuff, a lot of turning around, a lot of Purdue, you know. Um, but the, the big thing I remember about that game is we marched out and I went over, out, up, the mouthpiece fell, flew out of my trumpet, hit me in the front teeth, and fell down on the ground. So I marched the entire thing. <laughs> And I came off. I came off the field, and one of the staffers went, "Jepson, you need this," because <laughs> <laughs> he saw what happened. And as soon as the band had cleared out, apparently he had gone and grabbed my mouthpiece. And he says, "Teeth hurt," Ooh. and I went, "Uh huh." He said, "Well, yeah, don't really get it in there that time." <laughs> oh, for a while, I think for yeah, for my entire time there, the last piece we'd play is White Christmas. Very cool. And the last time we played it, it started snowing. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. And we're all going, <laughs> oh, <cool." laughs> oh man, how magical is that? Wow. Oh, yeah. It was just really, and well, that was a magical season. That was a magical season. And, and the thing is, is for a lot of band members before Hayden came on, that was it. You played White Christmas, and you were done. Your time on Kinnick Stadium was finished. And I'm sure that would bring a lot of a lot of emotion, a lot of tears. And not only were we playing it our last time in Kinnick, and it's snowing, but we all knew we had one more game. And it was just, it, it, it was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Uh, we did a lot of uh, we did a lot of cool things, uh, a lot a, a lot of really interesting things. Uh, so one year we did a lot of Kansas. Okay. Yeah. Um, Song for America was a fabulous, fabulous um, piece that we did. Um, but he always would say, if you guys got something that you'd want us to look at, bring it in, <clears throat> and. I don't know if anybody is a big Alan Parsons project fan, uh, but oh, I can't remember the name of the piece. But it's the uh, oh, it's it's the first piece on the album "Turn of a Friendly Card." Got a big brass uh, beginning of it, and I went into Jones's office and said, "I've got one for you, Doc Jones. Here, here, I want you to take a look at something." 
because um, you didn't call him mom in the um, into his face. <laughs> uh, but um, I gave him the album and I said, this piece, what do you think about this? And he went, okay, Jefferson, I'll listen to it. And in about two weeks, he pulled out a chart. We pulled out a chart that was for the next for the next game, and the beginning of it was "Turn of the Friendly Card," and then it went straight into "Toccata and Fugue in D Minor" in an up tempo in an up tempo way. Yeah, he turned it around that fast. And it was him and his it was him and his grandparents putting the uh, just churning that stuff out. Yeah. And back in the old days, back in the old days where charts were handed. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? They weren't putting it through a copier? Oh, I, I mean, they were putting it through a copier, but it was all hand done. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Not, not, com- not computer generated. Not a, yeah, yeah. Not computer generated. Yeah. Because we'd go, uh, is this right? <laughs> you go, no, nah, I missed that one up. You need to be over here. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of futzing. Can I ask a little bit? Uh, I, I marched with your uh, your daughter in the marching band, uh, Katie. Yes. Yeah. What's uh What's it like having a daughter or be, being part of a band family? Uh, it was cool. Uh, <clears throat> it was a little interesting considering that my ex wife and I met in um, in alumni band, and um, when. Katie was like in fifth grade. She had decided that she was going to be in marching band and they did. uh, We grew up around Naperville. Uh, We grew up in in Aurora, Illinois, but uh, we did a lot of Mm -hmm. things in the Naperville area and they Mm -hmm. would do a summer marching band for little kids. And um, Katie basically rode herd on those people because she said, this is not how you march. My dad and my mom know how to march. You know, <laughs> so you have to do eight by five, you know, and, uh, and she knew how to low step by then. And, uh, but she marched in Wabonzi, uh, Wabonzi high school. And when we decided that she was going to go to Iowa. Uh, <laughs> we? <laughs> yeah, we. Um, she, got in the, she got in the marching band, and um, she was always embarrassed by what was going on in the alumni band. You know, and the whole idea of dad. No, 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 please, please, please. <laughs> yeah. But I, was, I would always get pictures of Katie um, in her uniform. Um, one of my favorite pictures is a shot that I think uh, somebody from the register took. Mm-hmm. And it was um, her at attention on the field uh, before a game. And I've got that. Uh, I have that blown up and um, it's on my um, it's on our wall. Uh, I also um, got a video of her doing the band extravaganza in uh in carver yeah and then and then when she joined alumni band it was just sort of i you know (laughs) it's it it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun it's um she had some great memories she had memories that i wasn't able to do because she did a lot of bowl games you know Mm -hmm. but um um she would always ask about how was how did we how did you guys do this um 
how much three spin, you know, and we're going, mm-hmm. <laughs> we live for three spin, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was, a, um, it's, it's great to have, um, it's great to have your daughter in it. Mm-hmm. It's great to have your, um, your child, um, taking part of the memories that I remember so well. For sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she. Uh, we we got a couple of good bowl games in there. The the orange bowl, the outback bowl, the two inside bowls. It was a nice little run. Yep. Yeah. Did you guys do Hell Week? Yeah, band camp. Did you guys do the um, uh, the ceremonial? Um, oh, um, after after we would do uh, after he would call block band, after he would call out people's names. Mm-hmm. They would always say, we're going to have a get-together. And back then, it was at Maxwell's, which is the union bar right now. <clears throat> okay. We would reserve the back room, which was the dance hall, which was the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would reserve that, and it was free beer. Whoa. And all of the um, – and they said, if you didn't make the band, you're welcome to come. No one ever did. Uh, they didn't, but it was, oh Lord, um, it was freshmen into the pit, trumpets into the pit, cheerleaders into the pit. I mean, uh, flag girls in the pit, you know, all of this. And you had to, and you had to drink, you mm-hmm. know, um, I remember for my first year, it was freshmen in the pit and we, instead of going out with cups, we went out with pitchers. And drain them, mm-hmm. and they didn't bother with us anymore. <laughs> um, and then my second year, we did the same thing. We, I mean, I think every every four years, all of my four years, we did it. Uh, but uh, Jones got pissed at us. He got really, really pissed at us, and had decided that yes, we're going to do Maxwell's, but we're going to practice afterwards. So we, and at that time, our practice field was right behind the North end zone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this was before the North parking tower mm-hmm. and that all that parking lot, there was a, um, that was actually part of, um, the band, uh, the football team's practice area before they enclose before they enclose it and everything. But that was our practice. That was our practice space, and, uh, and with the exception of the one up on um, uh, Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we all go in there. We're all trashed. I mean, we're just gone completely gone so is jones so is denny dowell and he just lays into us he says you guys don't know how to march you've never learned how to march you're gonna learn tonight denny show him how to march (laughs) and he's going what (laughs) so denny goes and he fell over (laughs) <laughs> and we're all going oh crap we're going to be here all night and we, I'm getting to get a hangover uh, <laughs> and then Jones just looked at Denny and went 
Get out of here. <laughs> the one thing that um, the one thing that we always talked about that uh, might that you might find interesting if you're a member of the Hawkeye Marching Band. Mm-hmm. What we would do if you didn't play in pep band, <clears throat> um, although. The thing for me is I never I never got to play in pep band. I, I wasn't that good. But what I would do is I got to sing the national anthem. So it's back in the field nice house. Substitute. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the field house, days of Lute Olson. Oh, um, yeah, and Steve Waite, uh, who went to West High like I did. Uh, and um, one one great memory of that was every now and then um, – Zobble would play the national anthem. They they would play the national anthem. They wouldn't show it. They just show the people, you know. Uh, but my dad uh, would listen to the games always. And uh, one uh, one night he got to hear me sing. And my mom said uh, he cried. Yeah, you know, and I went, yay, that's great. That's really cool. You've been doing the alumni band for. Almost forty years now. Not, not not to throw that at you, but like, no, no, that's probably about right. Yeah, you've been doing it for so long. Like, why do you keep coming back? What does the Hawkeye Marching Band mean to you that you've committed to it over all these years? Mm. Well, before Dance Marathon, it was the biggest. It was the biggest organization at Iowa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the great thing about the band, and I think it holds true today, is that. You can be a dork, you can be a geek, you can be a nerd, you can be anything, you know, and the band will make fun of you, mm-hmm. you know, um, they'll, you know, you'll, you'll get chastised if you don't know how to march correctly, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you'll get screamed at, but you're part of a family. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing that um, really, really kicked in. You know, um, you would always take roll call before before um, rehearsals in. Uh, well, back when we had Hancher and we had the when we had the music building uh, back in the big hall, uh, but you would always have you'd always have a roll call, right? And that was another that was another cool thing that you immediately knew that you were going to be part of this really really interesting uh, family because mm-hmm. when you came in, the first two pieces that you learned were Jude, and in heaven there is no beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jude was written out, um, and you were told you got to besides besides on Iowa in the fight song you got to know these two and mm-hmm. roll along at those times but um beer it was they would they got all the freshmen stand up in their seats and start you know and they're going come on play 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 and we're going oh crap you know so uh we learned it really quickly but we would always have a roll call and everybody would make fun of everybody else's names you know um and it was a it, it you know it's sort of like a baptism by fire but um you know you'd always get a big hug afterwards so there's this family um there's people whom i've lost touch with uh that are doing things you know i go where where have you been how are you doing um 
um, what's the family like and everything like that. And, you know, I haven't, I'll, I'll not hear from them and that's my fault um, for, for the rest of the year. But when, <clears throat> when I see them and we've got the black and gold on, and we've got the instruments, um, all those years just fade away. And it's, how you doing? It's great to see you and all that. You know, let's go. Let's hope the Hawks win to this year and all that. Um, it's family. That's mm-hmm. basically it. And and that's the reason I come back. That's awesome. Very cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, Stephen, we appreciate you being on. This has been a lot of fun because uh, we get to hear the stories from back in the 70s, the, you know, late 70s, 80s you know, the earlier days of alumni band, all of that, and tying back to the fact band is family. So yeah, we appreciate the time you've taken to, to join us to, today for the Down and Off podcast and all the best to you down at Mizzou. Thank you. Thank and you. Uh, and hopefully we'll see you, we're hoping homecoming 2021 yep. to, uh, to get back together again. So yeah, again, thanks so much. We're, we're glad that you could be a part of this show today. Yeah, thank you very much. It is 5.56, and Iowa State still sucks. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) We've been talking with Steven Jepson and uh, about his stories from the late 70s and early 80s. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to the Down and Off podcast for HMB and UI Alumni Band. Thank you once again to Steve Jepson for sharing his time and stories with us. Uh, we know this was a little bit longer episode than we typically do, but we just had, there was so much to cover. Steve's got so many great stories to share. So tell you what, our next episode with current Hawkeye marching band manager, Kate Weldon, is going to be a little shorter to try to even things out. But with Steve, what an amazing list of stories. And of course, there's so many more to share that we weren't able to get into. You know, he's been a member of the alumni band for quite some time. So as we wrap things up on episode five, John, let us uh, remove our boaters and scratch our heads a little bit and reflect upon what we have, what wisdom we have heard today. So John, what'd you learn? I really, it's not so much that I learned. I enjoyed the stories of the road trips, you know, up to Minneapolis for the, games against the Gophers. You know, I thought about the things about in, in the old Memorial stadium. So pre metronome days, um, how they had them had the bands practice on the field um, to try to, especially on a snowy cold day to help defrost the field. And it sounded like it was just truly a miserable experience, but we've had those days where, you know, we've, we've had to march in rain, snow, you know, if you're on an, on, on a grass field, mud, I mean, it's just, terrible stuff but you know you still the 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 time in the hotel having fun the partying all of that was a great time and you know the different things that that the band back in those days did and for him to see the alumni band program evolve from when he first got in it to now because he's been there a long time was really really cool how about you tim um one of the reasons i was really excited to have him on was to learn about the evolution of the marching the alumni marching band over time Mm -hmm. um you know, you get into it when you get into it and you don't necessarily know the history of what came before you. So um, 
you know, obviously I've seen uh, Steven at alumni band, you know, as long as I've been there and before, like, you know, when I was in the band and I always thought that that was his getup, you know, the, the vest and the hat and the button up shirt. Like I, I just thought that was what he wore. Did not realize that was the outfit back in the day. That was the uniform back in the day. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just really cool to learn about the history of how the alumni bands changed over time was really fun. I still have one of those gold vests sitting around here somewhere. I kind of want to get my hand on one now. Just so like, <laughs> It looks sharp. <laughs> I don't know if you could find them, but yeah, I, when they said they were, those were going away and they were going to be switching to something else. Yeah. For whatever reason, that vest just never made it back into the bag. Hmm. And I remember, and I still bring it with me in case I find an occasion to wear it for alumni band. Strange how that happens, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, folks, thank you so much for listening today. Uh, we look forward to feedback and getting more folks on here in the future. As always, if you have a story you'd like to share or a person you think would be great for the podcast, please let us know. You can continue to find the Down and Off podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever fine purveyor of podcasts you choose. And you can email all your thoughts and feedback to Iowa Alumni Band, all one word, Iowa Alumni Band at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Down and Off Pod, all one word, or keep an eye on the Alumni Band Facebook page. And also, just a quick reminder that if you want to take part and participate in this Kelly Enstrom, uh, piccolo line fund please drop us a line at the email address i'll make sure that jessica deets who is kind of coordinating that um, gets your information and she can reach out to you accordingly so again email if you're interested to iowa alumni band at gmail.com and we will get you connected with the folks working on that project thanks so much on that producers note once again or you can go to the alumni band facebook page or go to goldrush.uiowa.edu and look for the kelly piccolo project thank you so much yes we know it's a tough time but if you're able to share absolutely what a great find and let's get some piccolos to players who need them for sure so with that being said ladies and gentlemen he is john brown i am tim clay thank you all for listening on iowa and go hawks